Hi, this is Amy Beheimer, and you are listening to a special episode of the Habit Hub for Autoimmune Health, where my guest Edie is joining me to bring you Habit 12, Take Time for You. Welcome to the Habit Hub for Autoimmune Health, a podcast to help you shift from managing autoimmune disease to creating autoimmune health using the power of everyday habits. I'm your host, Amy Beheimer, a coach and a doctor of pharmacy on a mission to create health and happiness with multiple sclerosis. Here, we focus on everyday lifestyle habits proven to help the mind and body heal from the cell up without sacrificing the true joys of life along the way. To create autoimmune health in the mind and body, you have to be great at one thing, the skill of mastering habits. That's why each episode includes everything you need to do just that, evidence-based information and real-life inspiration from the experiences of my guests, my clients, and yours truly. All habit heroes brave enough to turn a desire for help into daily decisions to create it. Let's have some fun. I'm so excited to be joined today by my guest, Edie Sohejan, a fellow MS Thriver. You may recognize Edie's voice from her inspirational podcast, Thriving Over Surviving, where she chats it up with other MS warriors who are living their best lives. A few things to know about Edie before we dive in. She believes having a positive mindset is essential when managing an autoimmune disease, which may explain why we get along so well. She even credits her diagnosis for saving her life. Her core values are growth and humor, and she loves to laugh, so I'm hoping we can share at least one together today. Welcome to the Habit Hub, Edie. How are you? I'm well. Thanks so much for having me. What an intro. Absolutely. Well, it's all all good things, just like you. Before we dive into habits, what do you most want us to know from your autoimmune story? Oh, boy. Well, it is, it seems short, right? 2015. It seems like just yesterday, but it also seems long because five minutes with this thing and it's over. You're like, I don't want to deal with this, right? But it's good, right? So I I did uh, the Copaxone thing with my, uh, my uh, what do you call that? Insurance had to do it. I did a couple others. They failed. And thank goodness I chose Lemtrada. So I did Lemtrada and I it's been... Over five years, I haven't had a relapse. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm familiar with with your diagnosis, but mind sharing with the listeners what, what autoimmune diagnosis you have? Oh, my goodness. I totally missed that. Okay. So I have multiple sclerosis. I also have Graves' disease. So I'm dealing with a couple different ones. And they're also fun to figure out which one's bothering me today, which one's doing well today. Oh. Yeah, that's it. So I took the Lentrada. And I know it's not as popular anymore, but it's really, it's helped me to get not, you know, when you go to the, uh, get the MRI and the doctor's like, so Edie, you have no new lesions. And it's like the best thing you've ever heard. Yeah. So I've had five years of that and I'm super grateful. It did cause the Graves disease therapy, but it's way less to deal with than going numb all over your body. Yeah. So. That that's a good thing, which is what really happened to me. That was like my major issue was the numbness. And so thank goodness I only kind of have it in my hands now. And I'm I'm just I'm grateful that I I made I made this decision. I was brave and, and did it. I leaped it in. 
That's amazing. Thanks for sharing. So you, everybody has a choice to make. Do we, do we add conventional medicine options? Do we, do we add it to lifestyle, this or that? And so, yeah, what a beautiful example of bravery and, you know, making the choice that makes sense for you. And no relapses is a huge accomplishment. That's awesome. And you kind of mentioned it, your little reminders of your diagnosis. So you just have a little bit of hand numbness day to day. Yeah. On the regular, I have some hand numbness, but occasionally I'll just get really tight. Like all my muscles are super tight. They don't want to work with me. And sometimes I'll get, you know, that cog fog. I was looking at somebody the other day and I could not like for a stare. I even had a conversation. I'm like, I can't remember your name. Yeah. And it's somebody I see every day. Yeah. So, you know, but the people around me know about it and they try to uh, help me out. Let me know if uh, I'm experiencing those things. But most of the time, it's just the hands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think or what are your beliefs about habits before we get started? So it's so funny that you ask me that because when you emailed me, I'm like, this is a stinking wake up call. I had gotten into these really amazing habits. And I really started during the pandemic when I was doing my show. Also, I'm, I've gotten out of it. I'm getting back into it. I'm really excited about that. But I had these habits where I would wake up and walk the dog every single morning, a mile and a half. It was phenomenal. It started the day off right. I also went to bed and, and counted my blessings, so to speak. I had like this gratitude evening uh, where I went through and, and just was so thankful for all the things during the day. And it just went back to the intentions that I put together at the beginning of the day. And so I moved recently uh, about seven months ago. Since I moved, I've definitely been out of those habits. And I need to get back. So I, I'm a believer, Amy. Yeah, I, I like that. It almost sounds like you fell into a couple good ones and then looked back and thought, whoa, this this is happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I can feel it in my body. I can feel it in my brain. I said to somebody the other day, I'm like, I have lost myself. Yeah. Just because I'm breaking those habits. Yeah. Randomly, I took today off. I had to get back to me. And so I think the habits are the first step. Beautiful way to close out a, a day of you then. I like that. Yeah, for sure. And I like to ask, you know, what you believe about habits, because sometimes you'll hear people like, oh, habits, not more habits, or, you know, almost can have um, not the most positive connotation with it because they can use it against themselves instead of those beautiful, what you said, you know, with tying those good points in the past couple of years, tying them to those habits. So powerful what we believe about something. Yeah. It's like, you know, when you uh, do the new year's resolution and a lot of people drop those, right? Well, I don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I set an intention and I make a habit out of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And how many, I mean, I'm sure you'll know this more than me. Is it 30 days to make it a habit? It is all over the board, but yeah, somewhere, some people say as little as 21 and some people a little longer, but yeah, you're, you're about right. So I need to, that was always my thing, right? If I do this for a month, I'm going to keep doing it. It's going to be part of me. 
if it wasn't for that move, I know that I'd still be doing the walking. Even in the dead of summer in Orlando, Florida, I was getting out there and I just did what I needed to do to make that habit happen. And it was like a regular routine in my life, the walking especially. I don't look at it as that nasty resolution. And I also look at it as something for me. A habit is for me. Yeah. Right. And, you know, a habit can be smoking, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. doing something negative. So if it's for me, I want it to be a positive influence in my life. I love that. I love that. One one little habit trick that when I'm helping people develop habits that I'll say is, how can you make this more you? You know, and it's such a fun question to ask yourself, like, what can you bring to a walk that a million people may do, but what makes it easy? I love that. That's so amazing, Amy. I'm going to think about that every time now. How can I make this habit more me? And what I was doing originally, you know, you get up and you walk and, you know, I'm 46 now and I've been walking my whole life and I put the music on. Well, when I started walking with my dog, it was a game changer. Oh, I love that. Right. It was something that she and I did together and spent that like time away from the couch or wherever. And it was helping both of us. And we saw the most magnificent things on the walk. We would see little nature things like uh, one time we saw a deer come across our path and it just filled my day. And I'll never forget that. So making it more me, I would say the the camaraderie with my dog. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. That was it, man. Yeah. Well, and and you had mentioned that before you were diagnosed, you were in a spiral of unhealthy behaviors with stress and diet and movement. And that, you know, is three are three spokes at the Habit Hub out of six. And then mindset is a fourth. So you're kind of a living example of doing work around in all those areas can actually, you know, provide that balance that that can help keep us going in that positive impact. So I love that you've already kind of dipped into the different areas, maybe without even knowing, or, you know, I'm throwing my terminology or my framework around it, but you're, you're helping prove it true. Well, I love the thought of making things a habit. And, you know, when I listen to your voice also, it's so soothing. And so I'm sure people are going to be all over the show. And the thought about like making it more me too That is just, it makes sense, Amy. It makes sense. And yeah, I was in a downward spiral. I would agree with what you're saying and and how I've framed it before. It was stress, man. Stress was a trigger. And so other habits that I've come to know is that I am not going to get stressed out over things, right? So things I've put in place in my life are living into those core values and making sure that humor is a part of my day. It it is a big deal for me. I would say that it's a habit. If I don't get it enough, then that doesn't work very well for me. I get out of things and I I start to feel it. As soon as I let that humor in, and I watched a, 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 a comedy special last night, actually. Yeah. I, I, I gotta let them in. I gotta let those things into my life and make sure that they remain so that I don't get that that stress coming back in, if that makes sense. It makes so much sense. I love that. And you you talk a lot about joy and spreading joy. And so that'll be a good lead in into a little rapid fire of habit questions. What is a habit that brings you pure joy? Oh boy. Well, coming home and playing with my dog every single day 
It makes me happy. I throw this, my dad gave her this porcupine. She loves it. Yeah. And they just throw it across the room and there you go. And it, it, it just is so much fun. Awesome. What's the habit that you love that came supernatural to you? You didn't even have to work at it. You just looked back and whoops, it's a habit. Wow. I hadn't thought about that before. Probably the way that I like my routine in the morning. Okay. If, if that makes sense. I do it in a specific way. Like I get ready in a certain way. And it it just, it works for me. And it's okay that it takes me an hour and a half to get ready in the morning yeah. because it sets it sets the, the framework for the rest of the day. You're giving yourself permission. And that makes total sense. I heard it once described as a morning routine is bring certainty to a day filled with uncertainty. And I'm like, yes. So that's exactly what you're, you're certain for that hour and a half. What a great quote. I love that. Um, okay, what's a habit that you have worked hard to break? A habit that I've worked hard to break. Oh my gosh, I am a binge eater. All right. A hundred thousand percent. Yes. So still working on that one, Amy. But when I am in my routines, am I following my habits? It helps a lot. Yeah. You know, you're not alone on that one. Um, you know, I've definitely had some of that and even it still pops up. So that's a, a good reminder that we can work and we always get to also keep working in good ways. Um, okay, what's a habit you had to work to make, but now is on autopilot? Well, a habit that I had to work to make that is now on autopilot. Well, you know, I would say it was that walking piece and is not on autopilot and I need to get back to it. Okay. It was definitely something that I worked at. So I, I need to get back at my 30 days and then it'll be there. I like it. And so it kind of sounds like that's the one you're currently want or the one that you're wanting to hardwire right now. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I like that. And you're going to make it you with with the puppy. That's right. That's right. I don't go without her. Yeah. And yeah, it's like we're getting out for an escape. Yeah. It's wonderful. One time I was taking a walk in my neighborhood and this sweet little girl said, where's your baby? She, she was maybe three or four. And I said, I don't have a baby. And she said, where's your dog? And I said, I don't have a dog. And she said, why are you walking? <laughs> and I thought, gosh, I, I, this may look strange to, to some people. Um, so yeah, it made me think I may need to get a dog. So I mean, they are wonderful. I have a Yorkie. She's, she's stupendous. But I've heard people say that Humans are the only people that run and walk um, for enjoyment. Yeah. You know, any any uh, animal that runs and walks for enjoyment, I should say. Yeah. Well, you know, with MS, honestly, everyday walking is is a gift. And I and I try to remember that. So that's probably a big reason why, why um, you know, I'm out there walking for some enjoyment, right? Yeah. And keep doing it because I said to my boyfriend last night, I'm like, you know, because we were watching something and someone was in a wheelchair and I said, and that might happen to me. Is yeah. that okay? Like what, what's, you know? Yeah. And he's like, I'll just take care of you, babe. And while that's comforting, I want to be able to keep walking as long as possible. So yeah. I got to get back at it. What a brave question to ask. And, you know, reminder for all of us, like any human could be in a wheelchair anytime or could you know, any of us, you know, can have something like that where people around us may be that support. So 
Yeah, it's a brave question. Thank you. Um, okay, so one cool thing when you're trying to set a habit would be, and I'll I'll get permission first. Are you open to a little coaching to get this walking habit hardwired? Bring it to me. I'm ready. All right. So one cool trick is, and anyone can apply this to whatever they're working on, but is to think of, you know, I asked you the one that that was came so natural and was easy. And that was that morning routine. So what could we learn from that habit that we could transplant over to this habit? What do you think? So in my mind, and I think it goes back to what you said before, that morning time, that hour and a half is for me. Yeah. And I got to think if I add 30 minutes to it, it, it's just more me time. Yeah. And it's not going to ever hurt me. It's only going to help. So if I think about it in that frame of mind that it is me time, it's for me, I, I think that will really help me. Yeah, I like that. Is there anything that we haven't touched on that you think listeners can benefit from related to health and happiness? Anything happiness or habits? Well, like I touched on before, um, and I talk on um, my show about is, you know, leaning into your core values. And I think the that and the habit piece go hand in hand. You know, a lot of people come on and they talk about their relationship with God, whoever they worship. That for them, you know, is a soothing piece. And it's a habit also, right? Like they ritually go to church. They ritually pray. They ritually give thanks. And I think that in the core value piece, when you're doing that, when you're making it you and creating a situation in where you can lean into those, the you time, right? The me time. I, I think that that really um, adds a lot to people's lives and it makes them realize, okay, is this serving me well? Is this action that I'm taking serving me well right now? Or it, is it aligned with my values? And when they ask those questions and the answer is no, it it, it needs to be gone, really, right? It, it needs to be something that's not existing in your life anymore because it's yeah. not it's not fulfilling its purpose for you. And so mine are growth and humor. And um, sometimes I can get out of whack with it, um, meaning uh, I was growing a lot and not having enough humor. Yeah. And when that happened... I got out of my routines. I got out of my habits. I forgot myself for a minute. And I felt, oh, I'm leaning into this core value. Well, it was too much of one and not enough of the other. Yeah. So having the balance, like you mentioned before, also is pretty key with that. But it has helped me a tremendous amount get rid of the stress in a big, big way. So that would be my suggestion. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Core values is is so helpful just as that compass, you know, that guiding point to a lens to put things through when making decisions like you do. So that is amazing. Thank you. So to wrap up, in your opinion, the title of this episode will be the one habit for health and happiness that's made the biggest impact in your life. Because each episode is going to be, is, is titled as a habit. You get the show on this one. You get the, the title. What is your habit for health and happiness that has made the biggest impact in your life? Oh, I, I really think taking time for me, okay. the, the the me time, right? And if I just, if I add that little piece in the morning, that 30 minutes, it's going to make it so much more, I'm going to feel more fulfilled 
And I, I am going to feel happier on the inside and the outside. Awesome. Thank you so much, Edie, for joining me. I appreciate you so much. Oh, this has been a wonderful chat, Amy. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything you want to share uh, for the listeners in terms of where to find you or anything else? Sure. Um, well, I have a, a podcast It's called Thriving Over Surviving Multiple Sclerosis. It's on anywhere you can find it. I'm also, of course, on Instagram, Thriving Over Surviving Podcast. You can find me really easily there. Um, if anybody wants to reach out, I am also here. I, I talk to a lot of different people about their circumstances and just for fun. It's all it's all a fun thing for me. And so I appreciate the platform to come on and share. And Amy, anytime I get to talk to you is a good time. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Habit Hub. I am forever grateful for the time, energy, and attention you share with me. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode, where I might just cover the habit your body has been waiting for. Check out www.amybeheimercoaching.com for more free resources, as well as details on how to take the information, inspiration, and insight you learned today and apply it to create autoimmune health and happiness in your life. Get in touch at amy at amybeheimercoaching.com. Special thanks to my editor, Sarah. The Habit Hub is a production of Amy Beheimer Coaching, LLC. Talk soon.